Looking at states like coherence and superposition found in quantum mechanics can give us a clue to the overarching governing structure of this universe and how most of our society operates. Exploring it just a little can help people understand that despite there being dark forces in the world and within us, mostly other people's stances which we like to attack are only formed that way out of a lack of understanding about the polarity which is inherent in this simulation. For every left, there is a right. For every up, there is a down. And for every inside, there is an outside. What's important to understand, though, is that both are needed for reality to function. If there was only good and no evil, there would be no such thing as either. In Star Wars 8, where the whole movie the baddies are saying the rebellion will end today and Luke says you're wrong, it's hinting at a universal theme, that the more oppressive the Empire gets in that movie, the more they push against the rebellion, then the more strength the light gets to oppose the darkness. Throughout the whole movie where the dark is crushing the light, at the end of the movie, Luke has then finally been given the power he needs to oppose that dark because of the stakes at hand, because of how much the darkness had risen up. No movement can ever be killed, only forced to adapt. And the stronger any oppressive force pushes against the force it opposes, then the more compression the light is under, and hence the greater pushback it will give one day. Both polarities of good and light are necessary for reality to function. Just as you couldn't walk through a maze with left and right turns, through only turning left. Well, maybe that's not such a good example. You could have someone like Zoolander. But what's important is to understand is that light gives creation to dark and left gives creation to right. If you're standing at the top of a circle and keep on turning left, eventually you'll get to the same points you would have if you turned right. And no matter how dark a movement gets, in the heart of that darkness is where the birth of light takes place. Similarly, if you ever try to be too absolutist, you will end up being the exact opposite of what your intention is. So when most people are campaigning for things that in reality seem very illogical, in their minds, their intentions are done out of logic and are done because they want fairness. It's not that these people are aware of the harm that they are doing and are doing it intentionally, they simply lack the awareness of understanding that going too far in any direction of one polarity will cause it to create its opposite. This goes for anything, and in later episodes I'll talk more about the intellect and the nature of why it does that, but what's important is, no matter how smart or dumb you think you are, in fact, definitely if you're smart, the easier it is for your intelligence to move away from these base understandings and into absolutist perspectives, because then your mind has a chance to rationalize, because you're so smart, why it's right for doing that. You take someone like Sam Harris, for example. Seems like he's a great guy who wants to help the world from his base intentions, but by focusing so much on what's rationally right, he's become irrational. And everything he believes is becoming hostage to an absolutist perspective. His quest to push back against religion has created his own religion of atheistic irrationality, 
which is blind to all other phenomenon, which is at this point outside the scope of materialistic science. I don't really have any problems with this guy. I was the exact same way, and that's what's important here, is a useful strategy for taking yourself out of being addicted to these polarities is recognizing the importance that everyone is subject to living through bias and favoring one side or another because almost everyone is living through the mind, which is its nature. It's not to say that there's no such thing as one movement being better than another and that one movement will bring about prosperity and good times for everyone more than another. The key is understanding that your mind is a part of this duality. In its very base functioning, it thinks in terms of one thing or another. And when you see people getting to an argument, it's not so different to a game of Pong. There's one block on the left side of the game hitting the Pong. And there's another block on the other side of the game hitting it back. If there was only one block hitting the Pong, the argument couldn't exist. But more importantly, if there was only one block, reality wouldn't have any fuel to be created. In a quantum physics analogy, everyone is walking around in life with an energetic field. You could look at this energetic field as a bubble, so for the sake of language, let's call this bubble us. When we're born, our bubble, who we are, exists in wholeness, and there's no distinction between one thing or another. But then as we grow and we come into contact with language and the programming from our environment, we very quickly start attaching and defining our reality between what is right and what is wrong on one particular side or position. From here, our bubble loses its wholeness of coding, and part of its coding gets split apart and sent away from us. But what's important here is whatever coding one person has lost through seeing things through one particular polarity, someone else on the planet has the exact coding you need to become whole again, and vice versa. So, in regular life, when two people who have opposing views come into contact with each other, let's say someone on the left and someone on the right, then the source code of their energetic bubble becomes unstable. And through this instability, a reminder is sent to each of those persons subconscious that their coding isn't whole the way it used to be when they were little. This creates a myriad of things, including emotional instability, which leads to and creates what? An argument. But the kicker is... That other purple's bubble on the right has the coding the person on the left needs to become whole again, and vice versa. And just like reality can't exist without two opposing forces, if you don't engage with other people who are of an opposing viewpoint to yours, then your health will deteriorate and your energy will begin to drain. If you're not actively seeking out your alternate viewpoint to what you most strongly get triggered in within you, you are missing out on a signal from the universe to help you discover what you lost. And even worse, if you attack this viewpoint without understanding it, then you're going to be separating yourself from your true self, who you really are, and at this point, this is where delusion sets in. Material scientists arguing that consciousness has to be generated by the brain used to annoy me, even anger me. How much damage are they doing to the evolution and development of people and the world through their arrogance? 
They're only trying to prove one point correct based on ignorance. They haven't even stepped outside duality to see the very idea of that is ridiculous. If they could only stop becoming attached to such an idea, then they'll get the clarity they need to truly approach things scientifically without bias. But wait, doofus, why does that still annoy me? Because there's something in me, in that mentality that I share and that I need to learn more from. What arrogance is in me? And when I remember that, my identification stops, my perspective changes, my base of consciousness moves from my mind down to my heart, and I find peace with a deeper energy within myself. I'm once again closer to the state of mind, to a state of coherence, where my balance between the polarities has allowed me to see things clearly and with reason. The game is important, but if you really want to play it, Every now and then you have to jump outside it to gain a bird's eye perspective, to see the shifting and dance of polarities. Otherwise, you're restraining your energy and even more importantly, risk seeing your alternative viewpoint as something which needs attacking rather than seeing it as something which is a signal for you to become more whole. I'm not saying illogical and irrational points of view don't need to be addressed. Absolutely, they do. I think everyone in the world overwhelmingly wants it to be a more logical and rational place. You do need to fight for what you believe in in order to make the world a better place. Just don't forget, we're still toddlers at best. And part of growing up out of this toddler mentality is existing outside of our base emotions and mind and moving to a world which transcends the mind and takes you to a place far, far more satisfying, dare I say heart-based and mystical. Thanks for listening to this one. When I was writing it, it definitely helped me in my energy and returning back to my base state of consciousness, which I enjoy. I definitely learned some of the triggers and some of the things my mind has started to re-identify with. So it's another good reminder that everything is connected and whatever you're aiming for in life, it's not just for other people, it's not just for yourself. There's no such disconnect between those things. There's always evolution in whatever you do for you and for other people. So I hope you enjoy listening and see you next time.